Welcome to the business and financial advice show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. Brought to you by Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy. Your very own group of professional peers offering instant tips, training, and business networking. Learn how to have more time and increase your income by joining Mega today. And now, here's your host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. Good afternoon, everybody, and Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a podcast for and by business owners where we talk about the processes and the strategies that as a business owner we need to have in place to help our businesses grow and soar higher. Today I'm talking with Trish Lito, who's I am so excited to have on here. I follow her, I do her programs, and she's been a big success and help to me. And I hope you guys listen to her, take notes, and do some of the things that she's going to be talking to us about in this podcast. Trish is a U.S. Navy veteran and a live video marketing consultant. Her audience has crowned her the queen of five-minute lives, a simple yet effective strategy for providing content that matters to audiences with just five minutes of live video and repurposing it for increased brand recognition and revenue. Trish is also an expert speaker, teaching strategies for social media while motivating and inspiring her audience to overcome self-doubt and press live with purpose. She recently quit her nine to five job after over 18 years in the mortgage industry and is now helping businesses increase revenue with her strategies full time. Trish has spoken on several stages, including the Military Influencer Conference, sponsored by USAA in October of 2018, and most recently spoke on the mortgage panel at VaynerMedia's Agent 2021 in Miami Gardens, Florida, as well as teaching military spouses social media strategies for hiring our heroes in Tampa, Florida. Her work has been featured on CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, and hundreds of nationally syndicated television, newspaper, and magazine outlets. She's shaking up the industry, leaving behind no excuses. That sounds so cool, and I'm going, one of these days, (laughs) I'll be there too. That sounds great. How far is Tampa away from Orlando? An hour and a half. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going down to Orlando in August, which I hear is the worst time in the world to be there, but I'm going to the podcast movement convention. And so I'm, I've never been to Florida. And so I'm really looking forward to that. But Oh, wow. The, good for you. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I think I had some friends of mine mention it to me and I'm, I might go, but we'll see. Um, it actually, really good. Yeah, no, I've, I've I've definitely heard some wonderful things about it. I'm driving out to Orlando on Saturday and speaking at the City Summit, uh, at the um, Walt Disney World Resort Hotel or something. Yeah, I've heard of that too. Well, anyway, Trish, thank you so much for being with us today, and welcome. Nancy, thank you so much for having me, and um, for for those people who are listening, God bless Nancy. She's been persistent. And, and, and very patient with me because I've had to uh, reschedule this interview at least once or twice. So I appreciate your patience with me and your understanding cooperation. <laughs> you're, you're well worth waiting for, dear. <laughs> Aww, 
Well, don't say that until I start talking. <laughs> I heard you talk. I know we're good. So. Oh my God, I love it. Anyway, I am going to start out by asking you as a, and you were a mechanic in the Air Force, right? In Navy, yes. I was a helicopter mechanic in the Navy, yep. Okay. How in the world my husband was, it, it's interesting, sort of parallel lives. He was, for a while, he was on embassy duty, and then he switched over to uh, working on the runways and doing fire prevention and all of that in the Marine Corps for okay. 24 years. And so, you know, how did you go from that kind of an environment to this? Oh, wow. Made you... You're talk we're talking about basically like a 20-year, um, in fact, uh, yeah, this, this August will be 19 years that I've been out. So it's a 19 year journey to be, to be, uh, to be honest with you. I, I was a helicopter mechanic from ages 18 to 22. Well, I was in the Navy for four years in Norfolk, Virginia. I got out of the military August of 2000 and, um, I couldn't find a job for about seven months and nobody would hire me. And I didn't want to have to go out and get my air airframes and power plants license, the civilian version of what I did when I was in. And I didn't want to be a grease monkey anymore. I knew that. So I, you know, was kind of like freaking out and spending some of the money that I had saved up, you know, just going out party and having a great time. 22 year old kid, right? Fresh out of, fresh out of the military. I've got freedom. So kind of played, played that part pretty well. Um, and then I ended up landing, I got a job with um, a guy that my, my mother, my mother's financial advisor, I worked for him for, I don't even know. I, I want to say it was less than a year. Um, I was making $7 an hour working for that guy. And then I got a, um, a phone call one day, one of the, one of his clients needed to pull money out of her life insurance policy. We get on the phone with her. I'm helping her, you know, get her linked up with her paperwork, whatever. And she, um, she offered, she told me that, she, you know, she's like, Hey, you're looking for another job. And I said, as a matter of fact, I am cause I'm only making $7 an hour and I need some help. And she said, have you ever worked in the mortgage industry before? I said, nope, but I'm a quick learner. And, uh, you know, you, you throw me into the fire and I'm going to figure it out. Right. So they did. I, I had an interview the next day. I went in, I got the job pretty much on the spot. I started out, I think making 25 grand a year, which was great for me. Cause that's about what I was making when I was in the Navy. And, um, yeah, so cut to, um, we'll say, we'll, we'll kind of cut to, uh, October of 2007. So when I got, when I, when I got that first, that first mortgage job, I worked in wholesale mortgage lending. So all of my clients were brokerage shops and I'd worked my way up from being a processor to an underwriter and all this. And so I started underwriting mortgages for a while. And then in October of 07, I worked for a company that was, um, one of the top known companies to go down at the very end of the housing market crash. Okay. We'll just say that they were one of the top known companies, top known companies. Like people look at this company, like it's evil now, but I worked for them and I got laid off in October of 07 and I wasn't married. I had no children, but, um, I remember the feeling that I had that I'm sitting across from this girl and she's significantly younger than I am. 
and I'm sitting across the desk from her and here I am, I've got this job and I'm making about $90,000 a year. Like no husband, no kids. I'm living the life. I had, I had a townhouse that I'd bought. Like I was, life was good. And she pushes papers across from me and I'm looking at the rock on her finger and that rock on her finger is equal to probably three times my annual paycheck. Right. And she's giving me my severance package. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment, this is, this is apps. Can I curse Nancy? Yeah. This is absolute bullshit. Like how, how is this a thing that I'm being let go by a company from this girl who works in HR, who's wearing this huge rock on her finger. And she's telling me that I don't have a job anymore. And things like that, they piss me off in a way that it tells me, okay, um, I'm going to have other skill sets in life going forward. I'm not just going to be a mortgage person. And the other, the other fact is, factor is that I couldn't find a job. Nobody would hire me. I had to take the word mortgage completely off of my resume in order to get a job, which was, I think seven or eight months later that, so I was out of work for seven, eight months and I finally got a job and that job paid me uh, $14 an hour. <laughs> and this was around the time that like Facebook was there. But I'm, you know, I'm on Facebook. I'm not really looking for work on Facebook. I'm applying for jobs on other places like career.com, career builder, indeed, all these places. And I wasn't getting any work. And um, I was overqualified, 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 right? I've heard that before, yep. <laughs> one, one, one too many times, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, I saw what, what social media could do. And then, um, I met my husband who was, you know, now my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time. Um, I met him and we started dating and it was kind of one of those things where it's like, we were both kind of at rock bottom. I was making 14 bucks an hour. He was a bartender, barely bringing home 200 bucks a week. It was horrible. Right. So neither one of us had a pot to piss in, but we, we appreciated each other's company. We had a lot in common. We had a healthy sense of humor. And we started dating and um, we lived in my townhouse. And um, before we got married, I actually ended up losing my townhouse. I was, I had to file bankruptcy. Uh, my, my townhouse got foreclosed on. They came and took my car away. I had a really nice car. Like I lost everything, right? Cause you know, it just, you have money and then you don't have money. Like I had no more 401k. I had depleted everything. And um, I'm telling this story Cause this is my truth. This is a hundred percent true story. Like this happened, right? Like some people talk about living in a van down by the river. <laughs> I never lived in a van, but I, I did. I lost my house. I, I like, you know, and, and, and a lot, some of the reasons why this happened was because I was living sometimes above my means, right? Like I was making good money, but I was also enjoying the finer things in life, right? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really that frugal when I when I could have been. So many life lessons that I've learned. And um, so my husband and I, we had lived in my townhouse together. We saved, he proposed to me um, literally like a, the day before, like 364 days after our first date, he proposed to me. I love it. <laughs> And it was, it, coincidentally, it was his mother's um, 20 year retirement party from the sheriff's office. Wow. And uh, he proposed to me, he like stole her thunder and proposed to me that day. <laughs> and um, 
we, you know, we, we, we got married, um, January, um, January 9th, 2011. And, you know, we, we were building a life together. You know, I ended up getting a, um, I ended up getting a job working for another very high level company. Um, and I was doing well and he ended up getting a job with another company. And, but I always wanted something else because it's like, okay, there's a primary income, but I'm not going to rely on this. So, um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I got introduced to um, these shakes, Shakeology, which was with Beachbody, right? So I ended up becoming a Beachbody coach. So this is really a story of how MLM saved my life. Like God's honest truth. So I started out as a Beachbody coach and I did that for a while, but I was killing myself because I didn't know how to use social media to sell stuff and make money. Like I didn't, I didn't actually know what I was doing. And, um, I quit. It was, I had my worst month ever. It was August of 2015. I think it was. And, uh, 2016, August, 2015. Cause my daughter was, I don't remember. I, it's, it was like over three years ago. I quit because people weren't buying my thing. I was on track to make over $1,200. I only made a little over $300 that month. And I got so pissed off that I cried pretty hard. And then that night I opened up my laptop and I started studying YouTube. I studied, started studying high level influencers like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Lewis Howes, Russell Brunson, Amy Porterfield, all the big names out there. And there was something consistent across the board with all of them. They were telling their story first. Mm -hmm. So once I stopped trying to sell shit and I actually started telling my story, people started to relate to me. And when people started to relate to me, they got to know me, they got to like me, they got to trust me. And then when I started making offers to like teach them things, they started buying things from me. So that is what kind of launched using live video. I launched the expert connection because I got overwhelmed with learning all of these things. So I started reaching out to the people who I recognize as experts in the industry and I started interviewing them on Facebook. <laughs> and so I called it the expert connection with Trish Lito. So I was just like, I don't, there's no freaking way I'm going to learn how to do all of this shit myself. There's no way. So instead of trying to learn it all myself, I'm going to reach out to people who do different pieces of that puzzle and then bring them all together. And it turned into a thing. I mean, people were li literally like showing up and like making comments going, we've got our popcorn. I got my beer. I got my wine. I got my martini. Who are you interviewing Trish? Who am I going to learn from tonight? And I had like, I think I, I honestly want to say, I think I was one of the like original people to do this, like this whole interviewing other people thing. And so it was the interview other people thing. And that went great. But some of the interviews would go for like an hour. Right. And let's face it. If I went live by myself, nobody's going to listen to me talk for an hour. And I started seeing some other influencers or, you know, trying to be influencers that would go Facebook live and there would be no purpose behind it right? No call to action, no structure, no nothing. So I sat down one day and I said, there's got to be an easier way to grab people's attention for a shorter period of time, but then continuously bring them into my world, like, like a, a show, right? So I sat down with a sticky pad and a pen and I was just like, I can do this. We can do five minutes. And I wrote it down 30 minute intro or 30 second intro, two to three minute topic, one minute Q and a, 30 second close. 
that's how five minute lives was born. I love it. And it took off like wild. And I tested it. I would go live and I would teach like a technical tip, like how to do Instagram stories, how to do hashtags, how to do this, how to do that. Then I got a whiteboard. I started standing next to my whiteboard and doing live videos, teaching. And people were doing it. Like people were actually doing it. And I would get mess. I mean, just flooding of messages from people going, oh my God this has helped me so much. Like I've got more engagement. I've got this, I've got that. I actually just closed a client and I'm going, okay, this is a thing. You're listening to the business and financial advice show. Don't wait till pigs fly with your host, Nancy Becker. There's lots more to come. Nancy and her guest will be right back. What does business success look like to you? What does business success feel like to you? What stands between you and that feeling? Business success is all about momentum. Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy will help you focus on the right things and start building that momentum. The Mega Group is a network of dedicated professionals. They provide focused training and excellent support as only a personal advisory group can. Learn tips, strategies, and valuable insights to unleash your productivity. Isn't it time to stop spinning your wheels? Go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com and join the mega group today. Do you feel frustrated, disconnected, or unfulfilled in your relationship? If you said yes, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Anza Goodbar, intimacy coach and sex educator. Nearly 70% of all couples in the U.S. claim to be dissatisfied with their relationship. But the good news is, you don't have to be. If you're ready to open your heart to feel more connected to life, yourself, and your partner, join me and five couples at the Intrinsically Intimate Couples Retreat in Barbados. You can find out more details at www.anzagoodbar.com backslash retreats. They're big, they're shy, they're invisible, and they fly. They're always late, they never arrive. Don't wait till pigs fly. Get your business momentum in action. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. And so I started teaching it. And in between all of that, I had people reach out to me and said, we want you to speak here, we want you to speak there. And so, I've become an expert speaker, um, and it's been a phenomenal journey along the way. And, and trust me when I tell you, I have failed forward big time. I have made a lot of mistakes along the way, but that's what got me to where I am now. So six weeks ago, I resigned from my corporate job, my cushy corporate job. And um, I have, I've been dealing with the stress of entrepreneurship ever since. <laughs> I know the feeling, believe me, but you know, I think I want to, I want to focus for just a second on one of the things that you said. And one of the reasons why I love what you do and how you do it is because you do talk about, you do share, you do give us um, examples. I would, and in fact, I wrote a, a blog article about this yesterday that will air this week. I was watching a pod, uh, it wasn't a podcast, it was a webinar yesterday. 
and I was really excited to listen to it because it was supposed to be about everything that I really wanted to know about. And, and I do the same thing that you did. I listen to all the YouTube. I get the big names that I want to talk with and all of that. But I want this to be something that my listeners can actually, number one, relate to and number two, do. So I was really excited about this webinar. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening and I'm listening. And I'm thinking, well, you know, all right, she's making some sense in some of these things she's saying, but all she's doing is talking up here at this level of in the clouds. Bring it down so that we know what to do. And then, bam, about halfway through the hour of her talking in the clouds, she flips over and now she's selling her class. And everything she was telling us we need to do that she was going to show us how to do she's going to show us in her class for a thousand dollars and i'm going that just happens altogether too much and i got really angry <laughs> i i literally felt the same way the exact same way there was and to be honest with you nancy like that's why i don't like i my business coach challenged me to do webinars. So I did, I did them for like a week and <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. And, and the reason why I hated it for some people, it's not because I didn't hate it because I wasn't good at it. First of all, <laughs> it, and, and I'm not saying that like to toot my own horn. I, I'm, I'm, I know that I'm a very good teacher. I'm a very strong teacher. Um, it's, I, I like to stay in my lane. And if I know that that's a part of my lane, I can go from the left lane to the right lane, staying in the same place. I am absolutely a good teacher. And I know that, but what I'm not good at is, um, I don't like the false feeling of not knowing exactly the energy level of my audience. Like with Facebook live, I can see how many viewers I have. I can see if somebody's giving me hearts or likes or laughs or wows, right? Like that's why I love, I love live video is because if I am going to teach to a screen, at least that screen is showing me the reactions that I'm getting. Um, on a webinar, I can't get that. People comment in whatever, but I just, it's not, it's not good enough for me. So, and then the other thing is that people were, people were, I was, I was getting onto webinars and I felt like, I felt like I wasn't, people weren't really teaching me anything. They were just telling a story. And then at the end it's, oh, if you buy this software, then you can do this too. And I'm going, I hate feeling that way. Yeah. So why in the hell would I take that feeling that I feel that's so crappy and put that same predicament onto my audience. Now I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. Right. So instead of that, I rather just go Facebook live, teach my face off and then say, Hey, I have an offer for you. If you want to learn more about this stuff, you can join my seven day challenge, or here's a link to hop on a strategy call. Maybe we'll be a good fit. Maybe we won't, but, and it, it works for me. You know, and it, and that way I get on the phone with somebody and I can hear their emotion or I get on a zoom call and I can see them and they immediately know that they're getting the exact same person here and now on a zoom call as they were getting via a Facebook live. They know that I'm not full of crap 
and they know that I legitimately care about helping them. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's I not think... just about the sale. Cause, cause I'll tell you right now, if it's just about the sale for you, you're not going to like, you're going to, you're going to hit more, more ebbs and flows in your business. Yeah. It's going to suck. <laughs> you actually have to care. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it, but I think that there's, a, a balance that you have to to find especially if you're doing if you're doing a Facebook live if you're doing something like that then the balance is easier to maintain but if you're sending out like a private message or something in messenger and you're reaching out to people and you're connecting with them. I think there's a balance if, if, oh my God, I get so many, you know, friend requests, I will look at their, their profiles. I'll say, all right, these look like there's somebody I want to get to know. So I agree, I agree to it. And the very next thing that happens is I've got this absolutely fantastic product that I want to sell you. And I know it's going to be good for you. And I'll go, why in the world did I ever friend you? Doy, you know. So I, th I think that there's got to be some sort of a balance there with how do you start to build these honest relationships. If you want to let people know you're doing a Facebook Live talking on such and such a thing, and you're doing it by messenger or you're doing it in an email or something like that, how do you do that in such a way? that you're not being this dishonest. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. It makes perfect sense. And and so I mean I think that um I think that that's that's why live video is so so like you know, I, I just saw a post, somebody did a post the other day and said, "Hey, do you watch Facebook? Do you even watch Facebook lives?" and people said, "No, no, 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 no." But what, what, there's a, there's a, so many pieces to this, right? Mm -hmm. Do you watch Facebook lives? People said no. Well, those of us who are doing Facebook live, if you're smart, you're not just doing Facebook live. You're downloading your live. You're uploading it to a podcast. You are putting it onto rev.com or teamy.com and transcribing it and putting it into a blog because you're going to have those you know, there's basically three parts of an audience, right? The people who are not going to watch your Facebook live, but they're going to listen to your podcast or they're going to read your blog or your LinkedIn article mm -hmm. or your Instagram stories or your IGTV or your YouTube channel, right? Mm -hmm. So I push Facebook live so much because that's like your first touch. It's got more traffic on it than any other platform right now, right? And it gives you the opportunity to start getting your stuff out there, right? And brand, it's, it's just brand recognition, it's authority, it's credibility, and it's building that relationship with people. Because I'll tell you what, Nancy, you've been at this for over three years, like I said, right? I wasn't always good at live video. I, I, it didn't, I didn't just like go live and like do well with it. I didn't always know how to do the content piece, right? This has taken a shit ton of practice. <laughs> A lot of hard work, consistency, persistence, and a lot of people pulling me out of a really, really bad, dark place when I was ready to throw in the, the towel plenty of times, dozens of times, right? It's not easy. But I think that the reason why live video, Facebook Live is so powerful is because 
you can't fake yourself. Yeah. And if you do, people are going to know that right away and you're going to lose that following. Right? If I go Facebook Live and I try to tell you that I know everything that there is to know about icebreakers, ice cubes, and I'm saying this because you can't, you guys can't see this, but I'm holding up a freaking thing of gum, right? If I go live and I tell you I know everything about icebreakers, ice cubes, and the spearmint flavor, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you all all about that, and then I get on a phone call with them, and I'm like, I literally have no idea. I just picked up a thing of, of gum, and I I don't know anything about gum. But if that person's like, well, I, I called you and I booked a call with you because I wanted to know about gum. You said you knew about gum, mm -hmm. right? That's false advertising. Yeah. Yeah. So if I go live, I teach, hey, here's how to get content. If I go live, I say, hey, here's how you can repurpose the content. Hey, here's how live videos help me get speaking gigs and it can do the same thing for you, but here's what you got to do. When I get on the phone call with you, it's going to be the same conversation. That's the breaking point is that that's what people have to understand, right? That's why I think video works so well is because, you know, there is no fake it till you make it. Are you a small business owner wondering about your next step for growth and success? What if you had your own dynamic group of professional peers? A group that supports your business with fresh new ideas, beneficial training, accountability, and more. MEGA, the Monthly Entrepreneur Growth Academy, is a professional peer advisory group dedicated to supporting fellow business owners. Learn about processes and strategies that will get you more time and money. When I first joined the MEGA group, I was struggling in a business that wasn't right for me. Now, I own a local business where I live out my passion every day. Last year, the revenue of my business tripled and we are on track to hit even bigger goals this year. The accountability and feedback of the MEGA group have been invaluable. The MEGA group can help you focus on the right things and start building momentum. Join the MEGA group today at don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Radio and podcast shows are the fastest growing media of the decade. The better the sound, the better the impact you will have with your listeners. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a producer editor for radio and podcasts. If you have your own podcast, I can help with editing, improved audio quality, your own theme music, and intros and outros. Would you like a commercial for your small business? Connect with me for a sound approach to your podcasts and commercials. My email is scott at worldwithinreach.com. Scott at worldwithinreach.com. And I think we're all looking right now for the honesty and the integrity. And, you know, you had said earlier, um, your story, when you're telling your story, your story made sense. It rang true. I've been on calls and I've read people's you know, websites where they say, oh, yeah, I went from living in my van to six months later making, you know, $2 million. And I'm going, I'm not listening to you because I know what you're saying. It just isn't true. It doesn't have the ring to it. So when you are doing Facebook lives, it's, it's really hard. As you say, I think it's really hard to 
shine through with that honesty and that in without showing that integrity and that honesty because if you go out there and, and you do you're right you know well i do this and this and this people aren't gonna pay attention to you i think that if you show up with the look at me look at me business model nobody's gonna look at you mm-hmm. or you're gonna get a bunch of tool bags who are like seriously a, a bunch of tool bags who are literally just going to copy your content and go throw it out there like it's their own right yeah yeah um I've seen that I, a lot. Of I've, got, I've got a unique piece. I don't, I honestly will tell you, I don't see anybody who tries to be me. Like nobody's trying to be me. And if they do try to be me, my audience, I've got such an insane following of people that like, like I get people that message me on Instagram or Facebook sometimes and they show me screenshots and they're like, Hmm, I wonder where this person got this idea from. And I just <laughs> laugh about it. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. They, they're not me. Like, what am I going to do? Right. I mean, obviously, you know, I have a business attorney, you know, I've, we've, we've got a trademark pending. We're working on that. But obviously, you know, if it's something that's really like not cool, then, you know, we'll send out a cease and desist and be done with it. Right. Or Sue, do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, I, I think the universe is watching out for you. And if you don't spend your time looking at the negatives. Well, what am I going to do to get this person back? And, you know, uh, I think you do much better in the long run when you just let things happen and do be you and be authentic and just do the best you can do. So I yeah. give you kudos. <laughs> well, thank you. No, I, I, I mean, I appreciate that. I really do. I just, um, I, I, I teach what I know and I, and I really do stay in my lane because the last thing that I want to happen is, um, you know, I, I get out there and I start teaching something that I'm not very good at. And then people are like, well, this didn't work because you know, you told me to do this and it didn't work. Right. You don't want the biggest, the biggest compliment that I get from people is thank you so much for teaching us actionable things. You make it so easy. Yeah. Right. And And it is easy, but you still got to do it. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. On that note, (laughs) I want you to teach us something. I want you to talk about because this is something that I think we all have difficulties with and um, we had mentioned you know normally I ask people to send me three questions in advance so that if we stall I have something to ask them about Um, but we don't have to do that here (laughs) but my question is how do you go out finding if you're doing all of these Facebook lives and you're teaching something how do you find out about the content? What is it that you do to find content to talk about? So I love teaching this. It's one of my favorite things to teach. And I actually have a couple of extra pieces that I could give. So we have to remember that content is truly everywhere, especially because we have we're, uh, the internet the way that it is right now. It's, it's truly everywhere. So there's a couple of different ways that you can do this. Um, uh, answer the is an awesome website. It's free. You just log in and, uh, you create an account, log in, and you can just like start entering like industry terms, like niche specific terms. And it'll come up with this big circle wheel with like hundreds, literally hundreds of questions that people are asking, um, on the Google and the internet, like every day related to your industry. So you could take that alone 
and you can fill up like a content calendar or whatever forever and ever and ever. Amen. Right. Or you could take one question and that one question could break down into like two or three different five minute lives. Right. Um, another thing that you can do is Feedly is an awesome free app. F E E D L Y. Um, that's another one that's, that's super, super simple to just go in there and just find out like within your industry, what the most common like trends, articles, top, top, you know, top articles are, are being spoken about within that day, within that week. Um, the other thing that I teach is called the Pigley method and Pigley method is just an acronym that I use to um, open up six different tabs of the internet at one time and then put your phone into airplane mode and just go in and be super, super um, intentional with like locating content information. So you can go onto Pinterest. So Pigley stands for Pinterest, Instagram, groups, Google, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Right. So if you open up, uh, if you open up Pinterest, Instagram, um, Google groups, LinkedIn, and YouTube, you could easily find uh, literally months worth of content in like a half an hour. Like it's, it's just ridiculous. It's just, and so what you do is you open up all these different tabs and you go into Pinterest. What I like to do with Pinterest, especially because I've got like bigger niches and if you're a little bit more niche down, it might not work as well. But what I do is I go into Pinterest, I, I enter some keywords and then there's a little drop down on the right hand side. You can hit the drop down and you can go to people and then go to boards. If you do that first and you'll find the people who have, who are ranked the highest and have a lot of pins. So you know, their content probably matters and then go into their boards and they'll have a bunch of different boards relative to your, your niche or your industry. So like I did this with CBD oils one day for um, a prospective client. This is like months ago. And I learned that CBD oils are being used for pets to treat hotspots. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said that their pet had issues and that, you know, it's um, coming up to be uh, hurricane season in Florida. And when their dog gets really anxious, they, you know, they, they, the thunder and the lightning really makes dogs anxious and they get, you know, they buy the little bark collars and little, little sweaters. I'm like, you should try CBD oils. I'm, I, I literally just read on Pinterest that people are using CBD oils to treat their animals. And they're like, it was like a, what? So for people in the CBD oil industry, you could have a PDF on Pinterest that brings people into like top 10 ways to use CBD oils for your animal. And then you can have a backlink to a YouTube channel that you did, which is a repurposed Facebook live that gives them access to your link to sell your oils to them. Right. Or you could just find common words that people are looking up having to do with CBD oils and animals. And then, you can take that and you could do a Facebook live about it mm -hmm. and then take that Facebook live topic and upload it to Pinterest. And now people are going to your stuff instead of the other person's stuff. I love it. That's great. Okay. So that's just Pinterest, right? And then you go to Instagram, you can do something similar. Just look up hashtags, look at the top ranked uh, posts for the day. And then you just grab common language. You're not spending too much time doing this. You're just looking for common common words, common language. You just know that it's being talked about if it's ranking high on these places. Then you go to a group, pick one group on Facebook. This is all being done on your laptop, by the way. 
Um, but if you go into a, a group on Facebook and then you click in the search engine on the left hand side within the group, you can put in some keywords and you can find that there's like hundreds if not thousands of conversation threads that have already been had circling around those keywords that people are already telling you what they need. They're asking questions or giving feedback, right? So you just grab more information from there. Then go to Google. You can go to google.trends.com and you can go into Google Trends and find more topics that people are talking about on Google right now today. Googletrends.com? I think it's google.trends.com. Okay. Yeah. How would I hit you though? Yeah, google.trends.com. Wait, hold on. Let me try it. Let me try it again. Google Trends. I haven't used this in a long time. I just know that a lot of people do this. Google. If you just Google Trends, mm. hold on a second, Google, and then go Trends. Trending or Trends. Trending news. There we go. And... Yeah, you can, I mean, really and truly just um, Google Trends, Google.trends, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think, I know I've been doing the Piggly for a while since I- Sorry, I really, I really wanted to look it up. There we go, Google.trends, my bad, Google.trends, and, Google and then you can find tr trending topics. Okay, so then that's Google, and then you do LinkedIn. LinkedIn similar. You just don't have to go as far directly from LinkedIn. If you pl plug in keywords and then you hit content. So you plug in the keyword and then you hit content and you'll see a bunch of conversation threads and then YouTube, YouTube simple. It's the video version of Google, right? Yeah. So just put in some keywords or how to, how to videos are a big, big thing on YouTube. So, if you're in digital marketing, you could say how to be a digital marketer, how to sell Bitcoin, how to do Facebook lives, how to, how to go live stream, how to use third party apps, like so many things. And then boom, you can see the top videos, how many uh, views they've had, how many subscribers they have. And if their video did well, then you know that you could do a similar video via Facebook live. Yeah. There's touch on that. so many things that literally you could have an entire year's content calendar written out in an hour, you know, because there's. Well, and the thing is, Nancy, it's like for me, it's not so much about just having the content calendar. For me, it's if people know how to find content like this, you're done. Like you're set forever and ever and ever. Amen. Like you like this is how people do this. Right. You, can, you just take it. And then and for a lot of industries like real estate and mortgage industry, it's going to be the same topics over and over again. If you know how to find these topics, you can literally just regurgitate this information over and over and over again mm -hmm. and start interviewing people. So now you get somebody else's opinion and somebody else's feedback. It's like, I think that too many people overcomplicate this whole live video thing and creating content thing, right? Just, you just got to do it. Yeah. And then when you're done, you got to download it as an MP4 and then upload it to like anchor.fm. That's a free podcast. And then that way your contents, it's all over the place. It's just all over the place. Yeah, I love it. I, I just, this is so, I'm going to want to talk about this, but I don't want to take your, <laughs> take your thunder. <laughs> it's okay. It's totally okay. 
<laughs> I want you to do it. I want you to do it. And that's the other thing too. So let me leave you one last tip, Nancy, because this is, this is real, like truth be told. Okay. Um, like, so I, one of my business partners is Dan Kurtz and I absolutely, I, I just adore that guy. He introduced me to answer the public. He was the one that taught me about that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I saw that. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Right. And he's just, he's a, he, he's like, the brains behind SEO and really like showing me how to repurpose like on autopilot. Right. So he's doing, he's helping me with that piece. But at the end of the day, if you are ever looking up anything and you see an article or you hear somebody else on a podcast, talk about something or whatever, please, please, please give credit to that person as the person who you, who you got that con that information from. Right. Like I've credit, we start first started talking. I told you my story. I credit Russell Brunson, Gary V, Amy Porterfield, Grant Cardone and Lewis house for teaching me reasons why I need to just go a different Avenue with my content and with my business. Right. So just if, if you hear something that you think is awesome, just give some credit to that person. People are still going to follow you because you're, you're the curator of that information, maybe a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. But that's really going to build, help you build your brand credibility and authority too. The more you, the more you say, Hey, I just got this great takeaway from somebody who I really respect in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a wonderful, wonderful way to end our conversation today. I can't believe we've been on for almost an hour already. It's just so much fantastic info. Thank you so much, Trish. I really, really, really appreciate it. Guys. Thank you. Take what you've heard here today and use it. I'm going to, as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm going to go check out this uh, answerthepublic.com because I've never heard of it before and I want to see it and I want to be able to figure it out. So when you hear these things and they resonate with you, use them. You know, mm -hmm. that's the way you're going to grow your business. That's how you're going to soar higher. So like this podcast, share it with people. Trish, how can they get in touch with you if they want to be a part of your groups? So, um, so you can go to my website, trishlito.com. I know it's a hard, hard one to remember. Um, yeah, my, my website is trishlito.com. And if you do want to be a part of that seven day challenge, um, it's right now it's $97 with a 50% commission affiliate program. So for every time you share that link out, you can sign up for the affiliate program. Once you're in the challenge, you gotta be in the challenge. I don't just get that affiliate link to people who aren't doing it. Right. Uh, cause I want you to practice what you're preaching. But um, yeah, that's, that's what I have available right now. And um, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, we're going to be teaching a VIP workshop on Friday, this coming Friday, May 17th. Um, I will be in the DC area in September for the, I'll be speaking at the Military Influencers Conference. And then I'll be in Biloxi, Mississippi a week later, September 19th. I'm going to be speaking at the um, Women on Empowerment Conference. So Lots of things coming up. There's going to be more like lunch and learns and things like that here. And then always just Trish Lito is my Facebook page, LinkedIn page, and then the expert connection on Instagram. 
Wonderful. Thank you again so much. Guys, you can hear these podcasts on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can find them on Podbean, on my website, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, and on my Facebook page, again, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. Like them, download them, subscribe to them, and I guarantee you will always be getting wonderful information. That's it for today, everybody. Thanks again so much, Trish. And I look forward to continuing with the five-minute lives. So, Yay, thank you, Nancy. Take care, all. Bye-bye. That's our show for today. We'd like to extend special thanks to our great guest, our sponsors, and our wonderful listeners. Today's show was produced by Scott Card. To find more of Nancy's podcasts and our sponsors, go to don't wait till pigs fly.com